1: Righteousness and justice are the foundation of the I story. hate the work of those who follow. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever, your faithfulness you shall stand on an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore,
0: for behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants.
1: I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants.
0: And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers who are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at libertymedia.com. and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Monday morning. Hope you had a great weekend, a great Lord's Day, got some time of fellowship with the people of God. And instruction from the Word of God as well. Um, <clears throat> if you would like to check us out online, please do so: Radio dot com, sonsoflibertymedia dot com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, and you'd like to join us on the video portion of the radio show, that's right. and can see the um, originalists too, Ricky. <laughs> Boy, I, you know, maybe we should just add everybody in there: originalists, Zionists. Uh, I don't know, some stuff I left out. I, it's a tongue-in-cheek sort of intro. You guys get it, right? Um, anyway, <laughs> if you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to com. scroll down on the right side of the page, you'll see that we're streaming right there. That's right, you can see the face it's made for radio. Blow it up on whatever device you're on, and then click on the platform icon and uh, join us in the chat. We've got lots of, uh, lots of friends in there, like-minded patriots, Christians, originalists constitutionalists uh, and such. And then we find a few stra- stragglers uh, come in who are not any of those who profess to be those or don't profess to be those. Uh, and, you know, we're desirous to win those people. We we really are desirous. I'm not in, interested in a fight with people. Um, I got a message this morning. Let me slide back down here. I got a message this morning. <clears throat> Uh, that I'll tell you about in just a moment, that I, I'm just not interested in that that fight with people. Uh, right above where we're streaming live is Bradley's show from Saturday. There's two hours worth of Bradley Dean. Uh, by the way, um, the Batman will be on on Friday with me, uh, Lord willing. He's going to be on uh, Friday morning, so you got that to look forward by the end of the week. And uh, then if you scroll up just a little bit further, there's where you can sign up for our email newsletter. There's a box there for that. And then also, if you'd like to help us in what we do, there is a donate button. Uh, top of, of dot com click on that make a one time donation or you can be partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty uh, and uh, you get some discounts some goodies and things like that in that when you do that and then finally, our store is available this week we're highlighting the to spit against heaven dVD uh Thomas Adams said that which a man spits against heaven shall fall back on his own face it's that old adage that we say in down south about. Urinating, right? You don't do it towards the wind. Uh, it's the same thing here. And if you spit against heaven, guess what? It's going to come back in your face. And this is a documentary on the sodomite agenda. And so Bradley walks you through that. Uh, some of you have heard the radio shows that he's done on that. So if you'd like to pick that up, it's normally $20. It's a DVD. This week, if you use the promo code REPENT through Saturday night at midnight, you'll get 20% off. So uh, if you've been wanting to pick up that DVD and check it out, the documentary, again, on the Sodomite Agenda. And the solution to it, by the way. It's not just exposing the evil. It's the solution to it. And that is repentance towards God, faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, bear forth the fruits of that repentance. So if you'd like to pick that up, again, the promo code is REPENT. That is through Saturday night, this Saturday night, at midnight. And, uh, yeah, if you want to pick that up, there it is. All right. Several things going on. there is a, a video I want to play here before I get into what's coming up in about a week or so and um, and a couple of stories I just want to bring to the light here because they tie right into why what's going to happen next week, Lord willing is going to happen. okay this is I'm just going to give you a couple a couple of stories that we we did um, over the weekend. And, in case you missed them, it was a nurse fired by Kaiser Permanente for not taking the shot. Here's what she said: Count the cost. What are you willing to give up for liberty? and um she does basically the video of herself being escorted out. Now, the guy who's doing it is a is a polite guy. He's not like the 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 doctor I showed you uh about a month ago or whatever who was being escorted out. And he just asked one of the guys who was escorting him out of the medical facility um, a question. The guy goes, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me! It's just rude." And um, and the guy she was walking with here is is not that way. I want to give you a little flavor of what this nurse said. I don't know her name, um, but uh, I want to give you a little flavor of what she had to say. Here she is. Let's go. Okay. So she's being let go and she had a quote-unquote religious exemption.
1: I am being escorted out of Kaiser Permanente Hospital for um, my religious beliefs because I don't want to get the jab. And um, I asked all day for someone to explain to me why my sincerely held religious beliefs are not good enough for kaiser and no one was able to do that for me bye so now they're escorting me out because i wanted an answer and i'm not leaving without an answer and i have some nurses here who are standing with me in solidarity and i appreciate that and i just want all of you to count the cost i want you to watch this and think what really matters to me because I am willing to lose my safety and security, my house, everything, for my freedom, and I want you to think about that. Going down.
0: Oh. Now she keeps going as she gets oh. in the elevator, as she's going down. Um, she's talked to some nurses who are still there.
1: Let me ask you: Do you believe in religious freedom? I right do. Well, Kaiser doesn't. Do you believe in religious freedom? Do you believe in religious freedom? Okay. Okay. Well, Kaiser doesn't believe in religious freedom because they are not accepting Mm -hmm. my religious Mm -hmm. exemption based on my sincerely held religious beliefs. So uh, that's a problem. Love Love you. All day I've been asking for someone from HR to come talk to me about why my religious exemption was not good enough for Kaiser so I've been asking and asking and no one will give me an answer so I that was at ten forty-five this morning that I was told I'm now being placed on unpaid um administrative leave for no reason I showed up to work this morning happy to work all I want to do is work all I want to do is work since the beginning i've been a covid nurse since the beginning when we didn't know what was see, going on see they didn't have
0: a problem with her being when unshotted we didn't
1: know what kind of rooms we were walking into
0: for 2 years but
1: that's what we do we're nurses i'll keep doing that just somewhere now else. now they're ready to fire her um, but because she won't all take this, this experimental shot about what matters to you cuz this matters to me freedom matters to me because when it's a slippery slope when you start taking away freedoms slippery slope so kaiser Thank you. Thank you for the money. Kaiser Kaiser pays well. It's pretty much, you know, the devil's in the details. I'm on the seventh floor. Are you good? To just walk so the you stairs? know, Kaiser Permanente. Please. are am <laughs> now. fascist.
0: They're clearly fascist, <laughs> just We're like these the other stairs. businesses that are doing this stuff. Bye. And I thought our veterans not fought right. against not fascists right. in it's World right. War II. Isn't that, what, isn't that who right. they fought against? Fascists? Now they're in our we're government. stairs. And they're in the corporations. I'm on
1: the seventh floor. You game? Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: let's go. Just so we're clear about who these people are. So, they're not our friends. Have, they're not Americans. They're fascists. They're enemies um, of the people of the United what States. What would
1: you do if you were in my shoes? If they were telling you that you had to violate your sincerely held religious belief or lose your job. What would you do? I don't
0: know. We I don't anything to like that, so I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah. So wait, they're not well, they're not they, making the guy will. who's escorting around? I mean if it's not the, the
1: vaccine it'll be something else. So for me, I didn't wanna do that. And um, I'm taking a stand because I know that this is not the end because it'll just be one other thing. Here we go, floor one. Climbing the stairs is a free workout built right into your day, Kaiser Permanente. The security guard's walking with me, seven floors. I didn't think they were ready for that. Helps shrink your waistline by building healthy muscle and pumping your metabolism
0: funny thing is i thought she took an elevator down
1: it's a sad day seven floors
0: up walking up it
1: If is they're firing nurses who are willing to work i don't know it doesn't make sense to me
0: it's because they're going to replace them with fema uh, nurses they're so government nurses this question. is socialized is medicine this is what's going on I mean, we
1: have a pandemic where my kids have to wear masks at school and they have to get a vaccine for something that They're not at risk of dying for it all. What kind of a world are we living in? They're firing nurses who don't want to violate their sincerely held religious beliefs.
0: Living in a world under the judgment of God. Taking
1: the stairs, burn steam and relieve stress. Kaiser Permanente. Hey, that's a view. We're there. We're there, sir. Seven flights. That's right. I follow the rules. I park on top. That's the kind of nurse I am. Thank you. All
0: right. So that's her. I know that took a a little while to go through. um, And obviously she's trying to communicate the fact that, hey, if we give in to them here, it's going to be something else. Now, I mean, we can go back and we can say, you know, okay, well, what about your kids? Were your kids, did you claim the religious exemption for them? Did you take that stand for them? You see, if we would have done that back, I don't know, what, April of 2020? If we'd have told them where they could stick their masks, we wouldn't be talking about the shots. If everybody had to surprise them and walked out then and done their strikes then and took their stand then, we probably wouldn't be where we are right now. Just saying. We probably wouldn't be where we are right now. Now, she's not the only one. Check this out. There's a deadline, I believe it's for tomorrow on the 2nd. 12,000 Air Force personnel, including elite pilots, have rejected the COVID shot mandate. Now, maybe some of them are waiting to the last minute thinking, oh, they're going to fold and then they're going to cave to this or whatever the whatever the case may be. But at least as of October 30th, there were 12,000 Air Force personnel willing, including elite pilots who were willing to be, from what some of these guys are saying, dishonorably discharged okay, dishonorably discharged to stay away from this thing. And, I, you know, it, it's funny. When you go over, and let me just back up here just a second. When you go over here to where the video is, look at some of the, most people are very, um, they're very uh, encouraging towards this nurse. And then there's some of these stupid people that say they're smart. This says, this this jab has succeeded in getting rid of Trump trash. Well, this isn't about Trump trash. This is about a freedom issue. See, these are the political language idiots um, that John Adams warned about. People who fall in line under their political party with their leader heading it up. Yeah, there's, there's Trump people, too, who do that stuff. Um, but there are other people who line up behind the other guy, too. Doctors and nurses who don't believe in science. First responders who don't believe in protecting the American public. In my book, this is a win. Well, he's kind of, and Roger McGoon, see see these stupid names they give? These are the trolls. Um, The problem is, is that these shots are not even like the shots of the past. The shots of the past didn't go in and, and alter your DNA. These shots alter your DNA. See, and it's the same people. They give me three rumbles down, which is fine. And I leave their, look, I leave their stuff up to show, let people see how stupid they actually are. There's only a few of them who come in here and do it. Here's another one. She has received notice at least three months ago. You don't know you're being played. She showed up for, to work today knowing this would happen. She's willing to lose all mention, yet put others at risk in being phony. Uh, you know, this moron, and they are, that's what they are. Didn't pay attention to the fact that this nurse has been working she was a quote unquote COVID nurse. that's what she said for almost two years. I didn't hear anybody complaining about her putting anybody at risk then. See this is the stupidity of some of these people and look, you can fix ignorance. you can't fix stupid. you, you just can't fix it. That takes a work of God. this is why we have that's why we're armed with the sword of the spirit. The Word of God. This is why our weapons are not carnal towards stupid people like this. But they're mighty through God in tearing down strongholds. Okay? Now, I got a a message just before the show. Actually, it might have been in the night. I don't know, but I woke up to it. And um, so you've got... Uh, somebody asked me about uh, Bradley's article on Ron DeSantis and the, you know, the shot stuff down there in Florida. And, oh, we're not going to allow mandates and all this other and everything else is in the, in the law anyway. It's not law, but it's pretended law in the law, right? And, uh, you know, I basically I said, well, first of all, it's Bradley's article. That's number one. Uh, two, people, politi- people who are political idolaters, they're going to defend their guy. As they fall off into hell. I mean, that's what they're going to do. Unless God gives them repentance. That's what they're going to do. They are so deceived by the political language and the political parties and the politics that they don't care what the law says. And some people had said some of these things. And I said, you know, you can't help them in that. This stuff is so clear. As soon as they open up anything to an emergency... To well, we we have a need for the greater good, blah, blah, blah. We need to protect you, blah, 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 blah. That's an open-ended thing in which they can say, we got too many people with the sniffles, everybody's got to have a shot. Right? We got too many people with the sniffles... We're going to have to put you in, in concentration camps. Now, they won't call them concentration camps because they know the connotation of what that gives. But that is what they've set up. The CDC has it on their own website. Two more, and then I want to get to the thing for next week. Some of you may or may not have seen Dr. Ryan Cole. He's the guy who came out talking about these shots. Well, he I mean, a little bit late, obviously, but, but he sees it, that the shots were... Uh, inducing cancer, very aggressive cancers in people. We had uh, D. Manny Mitchell on with Kate Shimarani on Saturday, talking about the CBD oil and high blood pressure. And one of the things that D. was talking about, she's dealing with, um, I think five, or she was dealing with five patients who were nine or under, and all of them had brain cancer. One of them, she knew for sure, had had the one of the COVID shots, and didn't get it till following the shot. And this guy, Ryan Cole, Dr. Ryan Cole, he's got a um, a presentation, and he's with America's Frontline Doctors, and he shows you autopsies of people who had the COVID shots. Just want you to see that. This is See, some of these people actually are getting the information, and they're saying, I'm not putting that in my body. <laughs> you know, you can take away my paycheck or whatever. At least I'm still going to be alive. Uh, that's why they're doing it. And then finally, let me throw this one in here because you remember we brought Kate on last year. She's she's going on being with us for for two years now. We brought her on last year because the she pointed out the dangers of five G, and that was before the vaccines. And now we've we've started to see how all this stuff works together. Um, Catherine Austin Fitz was one who talked about how these two things and then three other things were working together in a big picture to bring about the global governance, right? The new world order. And check this out. This shouldn't come as a surprise either. The The FAA continues to warn 5G frequencies may interfere with radar altimeters and other instruments on planes, And the FCC continues to let it go. I-, I want you to think about that just for a minute. One agency of the federal government warns that this new technology, co- you know, they make you turn your cell phone off. You even got it on your cell phone, it says in airplane mode, right? So you can use your phone without being able to use your phone or. Wi-Fi or stuff like that. The, the whole thing is convoluted because some airplanes have Wi-Fi. <laughs> so you're going, do they affect it or they did not? But they're giving warnings about this that they could, could affect planes. What do you think that's going to do? We already know what it does to the body. We know that this has been a, a military instrument that we've used in Iraq for crowd control. And we know China has it registered the 60 gigahertz for their military. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll use it for telecommunications here. We're going to put it up everywhere. It's going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. All of this is coming together, folks. I'm just telling you. This is... um, It's... Between this and the tyranny of the men who are pushing all this stuff, this is the judgment of God. It's it's the judgment of God. Again, we have referenced over and over and over and over again Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26. You can read the book of Revelation of how God dealt with his people there in Israel. God has not changed, he is immutable. And so now we're at a point where people have said, look, (laughs) we have put up with enough of the tyranny. We can see that we let it go on far too long. We learned our lesson, and we're going to take a stand. And here's what's coming. Let's see. Stand for freedom. Nationwide strike November the eighth through the eleventh Veterans Day. And again, I, you know, I appeal to our veterans. Any World War II veterans that may be listening, any you know, I you know, I, I really hate to even pitch a lot of the other wars. They weren't even declared wars. They were unconstitutional. But I realize those those guys who fought weren't fighting for America so much as they were fighting for their brothers just to get them back home. As many as they could. But here, I, you know, I asked our veterans who were you sent to fight? Communists, Marxists, fascists. And I wonder, from our veterans' standpoint, seeing all those brothers that you lost in that fight. What goes on in your mind when you look at those who are representatives in government who have the same ideology and do the same things? And you give them 10 years if it lasts that long, if we don't take it out, if we don't deal with them right now. You give it 10 years and they'll be doing the same thing those people in foreign countries were doing to their people. The ovens will be out. The guillotines will be out. They'll bring the military out on the street. The military will be arresting you, shooting you, beating you, putting you in jail. They'll be doing the Grade, you know, get you naked and pile your bodies up together for photo, photo ops. Yep, it'll be there. You say, Tim, this is America. We wouldn't do that. Well, I thought it was America too. And you look at what's going on now. Look at what's going on now. Don't tell me it won't degrade into that. It will be degrading into that. Unless we put a stop to it. This is where justice come in. The Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against it. Are you part of that standard or are you not? Some people are going to be part of the standard. This nurse that I just played for you is part of that standard. Other people are part of that standard. Some of you listening to me are part of that standard that's being raised up. And so we got this. uh, Joni sent me this uh, yesterday. Suzanne Hamner, you know her as. (laughs) Except for you people in the chat, you know who it is. Um, But Joni and I, look, let let me back out of this again. Joni and I worked together at Freedom Outpost in 2013. And if you guys remember... Remember when Obama did the barricades? We call them the barricades because he's Barry Satoro. That's why I refer to him as Barack Hussein Obama Satoru Sabarka. If you don't know, Satoru um, was an alias that he had, and so was Sabarka. Uh, I believe that was the name of the guy who married her mother later on out of Indonesia. And he put up the barricades to keep the veterans out of the World War II memorial. And then you put the barricades up around the White House and all this. And you remember the guys went in there and they moved all the barricades and they just stacked them up you know, somewhere to get them out of the way. Because that White House is their White House. That World War II monument is their World War II monument. It's not Barry's or anybody else's. And then at that time, you remember the truckers came through and they were putting on a strike. And... Uh, Suzanne was helping just tons because her family uh, comes from, uh, you know, they're, they're a trucker family. And so she had a lot of inside information. She had uh, people she could contact. And I guess she was on the CB doing whatever and making calls and things of that nature. But she was giving me information. I was writing some stuff. Uh, we didn't have radio then. Um, and then she was writing stuff. And it was just, it was great to cover that. It was great to see the people doing what they were doing and taken a stand against the tyranny that was going on under um, the usurper. And now we've got it again. We've got truckers who are ready to go on strike. Okay? And here's what's going on. Suzanne writes this. Now with the injection mandates looming, a shutdown of the supply chain will be attempted again on November eighth through the November the third or the eleventh, twenty twenty one, to show the American people the impact these unconstitutional, unlawful injection mandates will have on everyday lives. So this would be a good time, folks, to you know get some get some food, some necessities, water if you need that. For this, because it's going to have an impact. It really is going to have an impact. And I've said it all along. Until there's hungry bellies in America, people aren't going to do anything. You take four days out of delivering stuff and you watch the shelves get low, and then you hear the hue and cry of the people. Okay? Real quick, you'll hear that because people are so accustomed to going to the grocery store, they're not self sufficient. And when I say self-sufficient, I mean they're not dependent upon God by cultivating the land, growing their own food, and things of that nature. I'm not saying they do everything of themselves. I want to make sure that I'm clear on that when I say that. But they're not dependent upon the grocery store and stuff, okay? So, there, you guys remember Lee Dundas... Um, she's the one who spoke out on a number of things, on the election, she spoke out on, I think it was in Orange County, she spoke out about them wanting to set up and, and give kids the shots, uh, and several other things. She's, uh, she's pretty feisty. Um, love, to hear, love to hear her have her, her speeches and things. This is being called Axe the Vax Walkout. Employees from all types of occupations, healthcare, education, telecom, public sector employees, and supply chain transport whose employers are unlawfully and unconstitutionally mandating. And by the way, a mandate is not what you think it is. Some of you think it is, well, if you don't do this, it's unlawful. No, it's not that. It is a contract, basically. If you don't participate in that contract, it's null and void. If you participate in it, then you're bound by what that is. Okay. So don't participate in the mandate. No, thank you. These employers are unlawfully and unconstitutionally mandating these gene therapy injections or organizing this nationwide strike. Americans could be witnessing those who generate electricity, run the airports, stock stores, transport, and manufacture goods, as well as other blue-collar workers and professionals walk off the job for four days... And then she says, are you prepared should this happen? When goods and other services, deliver, or services deliveries are shut down for four days, it could take two to four weeks for the system to recover. That's what they were ready to do there in, uh, in Australia when they were trying to mandate the truckers, remember that? Yep, they were trying to mandate them getting the shots, and those guys said, we're not having any of that. Not having it. And we'll teach you a lesson about this. Now, what's interesting is she goes on, and you guys remember to talk about the community issue, and I, I want to get to this part here, but uh, you remember the community issue I talked about last week when I called up Pfizer and the runaround I got with them. I still don't have an answer from them when I sent them an email back to say, hey, is community on the U.S. market. Still won't answer that question. They answer me, oh, yes, these things are different. They're legally distinct. You know, all the crap they have on their, on their website. The legal stuff. But they won't tell you if Commodity is on the U.S. market. Why? Because it's not. They want you. Look, they are letting the deceivers in the Mockingbird media, including the self-appointed, bought-and-paid-for fact-checkers like Alan Dookie over there at Lead Stories and the rest of those people that they use at uh, Facebook, they're allowing them to set a narrative to make you think there's an approved shot on the U.S. market when there's not. There's not. Every one of them are still experimental that's on the U.S. market. Period. They are. Knock yourself out. Bring me a bottle of commodity that's on the U.S. market, and then we'll change that. We'll change that. But then you're going to have to eliminate the EUAs for these other shots. That's according to Robert Barnes, attorney. So, I told you about that. Now they're trying to set you up and deceive you into thinking, oh, this is safe and effective. Never was, never will be. Shooting any of this garbage into your body is not safe nor effective. Just telling you, it isn't. People can say it all day long. We've got the numbers to show it's not the case. We don't even have long-term studies as to what these shots are going to do. We just don't have it. We don't really have any short-term view of what these shots are going to do, except for the testing that was done prior to this in animals, and in that case, all the animals died. And I went over with you the other week, the Vares report from the middle of October, 1.7 million people injured by vaccines and these shots. Over 17,000 had died within a 10-month span of time from taking the COVID shots. And that, that record is actually behind. They haven't even caught up with all the reports they have. That's the first thing. And then second, that's less than 1% that gets reported to theirs, according to the Harvard study. They're lying to us. Everybody in the Mockingbird Media who doesn't report on this is complicit in the murders of these people. Everybody at Big Pharma is complicit in the murders of these people. Everybody who is a pimped out, drug hustling, vaccine hustling, D.C. politician or a state politician or a local politician who are pushing these things is guilty in being complicit in the murder of these people who are taking these shots. I don't know any soft way to say it. Their ignorance is not an excuse. They know it. At this point in time, you can't claim ignorance of what's going on. You you just can't claim ignorance of it. Now, let me give you some information in case you want to be a part of this this uh, this strike that's going to be going on. Uh, Susanna, giving us some stuff. She said that uh, Lee Dundas said that the best recourse people who are having their livelihoods threatened by their employer is to find like-minded fellow employees and resist in mass. There truly is power in numbers. Amen. There is. As the recent experience at Southwest Airlines proved. And they are the example, guys. They're the example. Southwest Airlines is the example. And you see how they're, you see their PR people. You, do you see the Mockingbird media? Oh, we have bad weather conditions. That's really the the problem here. It isn't our stupid policies, our unlawful mandates that we're doing, our criminal activity, and that's what it is. It's criminal activity by Southwest Airlines. It isn't that. It's it's the weather. Uh, let me tell you. Let me translate that out for you. Any of you guys remember Genesis chapter three? Let me see if I can just uh, walk you over there and give you a parallel. I'm um, going to bring this up real quickly, and uh, we'll bring it up to uh, Genesis chapter 3. Just want to draw you a parallel here. Now, you know the fall took place. The serpent beguiled Eve. She saw that the, the fruit that God said not to partake of, she looked at it. She listened to the serpent rather than listening to what her husband had told her God had said. Because God told Adam, Eve wasn't around then. He, 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 he told Adam, and Adam told his wife. And the wife, look look what she does after the serpent talks to her. Verse 6, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. He didn't even talk to the serpent. He just said, okay, honey, if you think this is okay. Uh, he, went with, he went into it with his eyes wide open. And their eyes were opened, the both of them. And they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. Joseph Smith of the Mormon religion, the cult, Joseph Smith taught and Brigham Young taught this was this was a fall upwards, not a fall downwards. This is what they claim. No, this cat this brought men into an estate of sin and misery is what it does. That's what sin did. So God comes looking for them after they've sown some fig leaves around. And Adam and Eve go hide because they don't want their nakedness seen. Now think about that for a second because God created them and they were naked and unashamed is what the Bible tells us in chapter 2. They were naked and unashamed. Now they ate the forbidden, forbidden fruit and they go, "Hey, we're naked, we need to put something on lest God see our nakedness." <laughs> oh, you can't you, you can't just make up the twistedness of man's thinking sometimes. You really can't. And the Lord called out to Adam and said unto him, "Where art thou?" And he said, "I heard the voice and I in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid, I hid myself." And he said, "Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat?" Listen to this. And the man said, "It's the woman. It's that chick you gave me over there. The woman whom thou gavest me." She gave me of the tree and I did eat. So God looks to Eve. And my pastor was speaking on this yesterday. And he says, can you imagine the jaw dropping on Eve? <laughs> what? <laughs> so the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, well, it's not, don't look at me. The serpent beguiled me and I did eat. Now, let me show you what's going on here. Adam answers God. With, with, you know, God says, "Did you eat of the tree that I did that I, that I told you not to eat?" Adam doesn't say, "Yes, I ate of it." He doesn't do that. He blames God. He's just pointing his finger at Eve, but he's blaming God, the woman that you gave me. Okay, what does Eve do? She goes, oops it was the serpent Now what's Eve doing? God you created that serpent over there too. So although they're pointing the finger at somebody else or something else, who are they really pointing their finger at? God, right? What's southwestern, let me ask you. What what is southwestern doing? They're blaming the weather. Who control who is who really set up the weather? I understand there's weather weapons that they can use. I get it, okay? But who establishes the weather? God allows them to do what they do. He could stop that at any moment if that's what he wanted to do. Who controls the weather? Mm -hmm. So what is Southwestern doing? They're They're in essence pointing the finger at the weather, but they're really pointing their finger at God. For their own sin, their own tyranny against their employees. They won't own up to what they're doing. They won't own up to their own criminality. They want to blame somebody else which in turn blames God, or something else, which in turn blames God. That's what they're doing. Make no mistake, that's what they're doing. So Southwestern sets up this, this standard of the people getting together and saying, no, we're not going to do this. All right? Let me continue on with what Suzanne has to say. Many employees of large employers have set up websites to organize their resistance strategy. If, and look, they're going to try to censor that too. Google will be all over that. There's no question about that. So you guys, you're going to have to really work hard at organizing people together, okay? If your company is mandating you get jabbed and either doesn't have an employee group or you don't know whether you already have an organized effort underway, go to vaxmandateinfo.com. Okay, let me spell it out for you. V A X mandate. Info.com, vaxmandateinfo.com to be connected with your friends or your fellow employees and join the national strike. I also said uh, we need everyone to text freedom, the word freedom, to 53445 to receive the information flyer that you can share via text, email, or, or social media. This needs to be grounded or be a ground up rebellion by us all, and you can do your part by sharing the information with your family, friends, and acquaintances in your sphere of influence. You know, see, it's one thing. It's one thing for you to go out there and take a stand for yourself. That's one thing. That's a lonely place to be. Isn't it much better to be bound with those of like mind? You know, they talk about, you know, if you've got a one chord. It's easier to break than if you intertwine two or three or four cords, right? I mean, this is why you see. And you guys ever see like the, the 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 power poles, the telephone poles, and stuff like that that they put up? And they have these cables that come down to the ground. They're angled out. Ever, anybody ever went to one of those things and looked at it and see they have like I don't know, twenty five or thirty metal strands that are wrapped from top to bottom that make it really strong to hold that pole up. The more of you that do this together. The better for all of you, the better for all of us, the more that do it together. Now, I want to throw something out today with in relation to this. And this was something we also spoke about at church yesterday. And I, it's like you know it, but I want you to get an idea of what's going on here. God has had for literally centuries, at least four or five hundred years, here in what we call America, long before it was a constituted United States and all that. He had his hand of protection over his people here on this continent. And many of them could only see what was happening around them. And as the centuries passed, as the decades went on, people saw how God protected them in the moment and their sphere of influence and this kind of thing. But many of them never saw how God was protecting them from afar, from their enemies, in many cases, the specifics. And I found this very interesting. How many of you guys know the story of Balaam? Balaam is the for-profit prophet, okay? He's the the for-profit prophet, and he's a foreign prophet, and he comes in, and um, you remember, um, Balak wants him to curse the people of God, and every time he opens his mouth to curse the people of God, what happens? Blessings come out of it. That ought to tell us something about God even being in control and sovereign over false prophets and false teachers. In fact, when we go to the book of Deuteronomy, one of the things it says is, God sends them in your midst to see whether or not you love him. He's going to test your love for him. Are you going to be obedient to him and ignore the false teacher, the false prophet? Or are you going to submit to them? So check this out. This comes from Numbers chapter 22. And... um, we read in verse 20, and God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them; but yet the word which I shall I shall say unto thee, thou shalt do or shalt thou do. And Balaam rose up in the morning, saddled his ass, and went with the princess of the princes of Moab, and God's anger was kindled because he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his ass, and two servants were with him. And the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and the ass turned aside out of the way and went into the field. And Balaam smote the ass and turned her into the way. But the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyards, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side, And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself against the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall, and he smote her again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam's anger was kindled, and he smote the ass with a staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, And she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee? Thou hast smitten me these three times. All right, now get the picture here. You've got a false prophet. He won't obey God. God's angry with him. So he sends an angel with a sword drawn. He's riding on this donkey. And the donkey has got enough sense to where he sees the angel and he says, "Eh, I'm not going into that. That looks dangerous. And he's not trying to just protect himself. He's going to be protecting Balaam, right? Goes off the side of the road. Balaam spanks her. Gets back on the road. Smashes his leg into the wall. Balaam spanks her. Gets right in front of the angel where she can't go to the right or left and she sits down. And Balaam starts whipping her. And she goes... Why are you whipping on me? Haven't I been a good donkey all these years? I've served you a lot of years, right? I mean, I'm a good donkey. Why are you beating on me? Now, if that isn't curious enough, it goes on. Balaam is so enraged, he doesn't even find this odd that a donkey is speaking to him. And Balaam said unto the ass, because thou hast mocked me, I would there were a sword in mine hand, for now I would kill thee. He doesn't, it's, it doesn't even faze him that it's a donkey talking to him. We might say a dumb ass. He, it's not, it is incapable of, of reason. It acts on instinct. Verse 30. And the ass said unto Balaam, am I not thine ass? upon which thou hast ridden ever since I was thine unto this day? Was I ever want to do so unto thee? And he say, Nay. And the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. One of the things our pastor pointed out was, The Israelites at the time had no idea this was going on. They only read about it when Moses wrote about it under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. They didn't know that Balaam was seeking to curse them. They didn't know that Balak was doing what he was doing with Balaam, and they were wanting to take them out and all. They didn't know any of that. And yet, what what was God doing? He was protecting them. He was protecting them. You say, what does this have to do with anything? Listen, friends, we have so departed wickedly from our God. God has not been protecting us. He has been allowing our enemies to come in as judgments against us. And he's been doing that so that our eyes would be opened to the fact of how far we have departed from him and he's going to let them continually come in, and if we are not repentant, he's going to let them destroy us. If this protest, this strike, is one, not bathed in repentance, real repentance towards God, faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, if it is not bathed in prayer, asking God to bless it, it's nothing but the arm of the flesh. God's not going to honor that either. So I exhort you, if you're involved in this, the strike, I commend the strike, I commend the, the fruit of that, I do. But you better make sure that you've submitted yourself unto God. Otherwise, you're doing it in your own strength. God's not going to honor that. He's not going to share his glory with anybody else. And you need to call on the God of heaven to give you favor, to give you grace, to do what it is you need to do. That would be my word of exhortation to those who are engaged in this. I think it's a tremendous, tremendously great idea to make the point. I'm wholeheartedly backing you, but I'm also wholeheartedly exhorting you towards repentance. You can't go and make a stand on your own expecting God to bless it in the face of tyrants that He has sent. God has sent the tyrants as judgments upon us. As the psalmist says, you better kiss the sun lest he be angry. And his wrath quickly kindled. He has sent the tyrants in our midst to see whether we're going to love the tyrants or whether we're going to love him. And included in those tyrants are our own selves because oftentimes we are the greatest tyrants that we know. We enslave ourselves in sin. And oftentimes we don't want to be free of sin. We love our sin, don't we? And that's why there's the call to repentance. This is why there had to be a sacrifice for sin, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's why they can build all the temples they want to in Israel. They can sacrifice a bazillion animals. And you know what? It's all of the synagogue of Satan. It's all an abomination. It's all counting the blood of the Son of God as nothing. And the Bible condemns such behavior. I wish the best... For these who are engaging in this strike, I really do. Uh, in fact, I wish our phone lines were open so that we could have people call in during that time. Maybe we can set up some interviews or something like that. But in any case, it's a tall old tree. It's a tall old tree. Tall old tree. <laughs> so you guys catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, Libertymedia.com and 6 a.m. We'll be back with you in the morning again. Till then, see you.